0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. you well, the ushers are serving you. I'm gonna just stay, I've been kind of staying in and staying. Um I'm gonna stay in the spirit zone by everybody really dive in, pulling in, you got your phone out, take notes. Take notes, because I'm gonna give you a lot of scriptures. If I give you a lot of scriptures, they might might not be. Simply easy to grasp all of it, so take good notes. I mean, it's important that you, you write some stuff down. Psalm one forty two and seven says, "Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me." Okay, I want to talk to you about getting your soul to open up to what God has ready spiritually done for you. Okay, very very important. We like to call it the renewing of the mind. We like to call it. I like to call it spiritual awareness. That your soul. Now, this is what you got to understand. Number one, first and foremost, you you are a spirit. Okay, everybody's a spirit. Ain't no big mystery about this. Okay, everybody's a spirit. Okay, you're a spiritual being. First, first uh, Thessalonians five twenty three. Is that right? I think that's right. Right. First Thessalonians five twenty three. Write that down. If it's wrong, I'll fix it. But if, I'm not wrong. Huh? Um, <laughs> right, get over there, put that up there, and let them see that. Right, I pray that you spirit, soul, and body, Amen. Okay, now you gotta understand is when we see it, we're gonna get it, and you read it. Okay, but here's the everybody say I am a spirit, I have a soul, I live in a body. Let's do it again. I am a spirit, have a soul, live in a body. Now remember, it's everybody's a spirit. Okay, either your spirit's alive in the God. Or your spirit's dead. Spiritual people, people that have Jesus, people that have Jesus, they are alive unto the Christ. Them that do not, they're spiritually dead. You either in Jesus or in death. Ain't no other way. Oh, there's a lot of good people in the earth. Yeah, walking corpse. I mean, can you put it in? Yeah, you want to leave it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. And then we can read it in the King James. Make you pure, whole, undamaged, consecrated to him, set apart for you, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept complete and be found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? You see it? So you see spirit, soul, and body? So you, the minute you have your spirit becomes reborn, okay, now I'm going to give you the whole plan from the beginning to the end quick. Okay? Here's what happens to you. You come in, Christ. 2 Corinthians 5:17. Just write them down. Okay, you're a new creature in Christ. Never been one like you before. So the minute you get born again, you know what I mean by being born again. The minute you come into Jesus, you give your life to Christ. He comes alive in you. You become this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, now pay attention to me. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You ain't the old you. Okay? The only you you remember is the unrenewed mind you. The minute you got born again, it changes. Now here's what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to convince yourself from the minute of salvation for the rest of your life that you're not who you think you are, you're who he made you to be. That's where the renewing in the mind comes in. Why do I gotta renew my mind? Because you gotta understand something. Everything is done for you spiritually already. Okay? This new creature in Christ changed, happened in your spirit, not anywhere else. Does that make sense? So you can't can't allow your soul to tell you who you really are. Your soul don't know nothing about you. So your spirit is the only true revelation of you you have. Okay? So you recreated your your new you. New, 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 New Christ in you, you. Okay, you got it. Second five seventeen. That's who you are. Old, old thing. Old, old things are. Old things are. Get out of your memory. Get out of it. It's useless. Your memory tells me nothing about your future. Get out of it. Stop mind dealing. Get out of there. I want to go into my memories. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. And here's the problem with some of you. If you don't tell nobody about your past, ain't nobody going to know it. Be quiet about it. All your life is what you remember. Write that down. That's good. All your life is only what you remember. That's all it is. If you choose to forget it, guess what? You will forget about it. You know what I'm saying about that? If, if, If Lindsay wants to come and tell me something from his past, he decided to go there and find it and talk to me about it. He don't talk about it. I don't even know nothing about it. So if you don't want you want to let something die, stop talking about it. Everything you speak about brings life to something. Everything you stop talking about dies. You know what I'm saying? You got some people talking about 1973 like it was yesterday. Man, 73 is over, bro. I was like two back then. I don't want to ask how some some of so, you are. Right? Come on, you understand what I'm saying? Stop talking about it. Change your thinking. Get out of the past. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, brand new, brand new you. Come on, right? Where did that happen, though? In the spirit. When you got born again, nothing happened to your mind, nothing happened to your emotions, and nothing happened to your will. You understand that? No change. So how in the world can I have all this spiritual help, hope, all this stuff here But then nothing happened with my mind, my will, my emotions, and nothing happened with your body. You didn't get prettier. You didn't lose weight. You didn't grow hair. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Just ain't happening, right? Nothing happened with your body. So the only thing that this thing changed was your spirit plays. Okay, good. Why is that important? Because people become new creatures in Christ, right? Come to church, hear all this stuff, have an unrenewed mind don't know how this is working, and then think sitting in church is going to change your life. Sitting in church ain't going to do nothing for you. Sitting in church don't do nothing for nobody. The speed of revelation is based on the renewal of your mind. That's the key. Did you get that? You don't got to be, I just started. Who cares? You could out out surpass somebody sitting in church for 60 years. ain't applying the word of God. You got to apply the word of God. Amen? You see it? Church man acts like a country club for crying out loud! Come on, you're you, you happy in here? Come on, my job is train you. You got to get trained to do this stuff. Because if you don't get trained, you won't do it. And here's the news: guess what? There's nothing wrong with you. Somebody's got to teach you how to do this stuff, though. So my spirit's perfect. Because here's what: I'm like. you know what's funny? It was funny. Um, I was thinking about this. You know, pressure like in a fire hydrant. That pressure's there all the time. You ever walk by and you see the fireman, like, open the hose, open the thing with, like, a wrench and that water's just blasting out of that fire hydrant? But when they shut it down with that wrench, it shuts down? That pressure is always there. That pressure didn't go nowhere. That pressure is constantly there. That pressure has not moved. That pressure is not doing nothing. You with me? You with me with this pressure thing? That pressure's pressing. What's the key? If that valve opens, that pressure comes through. But if that valve stays shut, that pressure ain't going away. Your soul's the valve to your spirit life. And it does this that, that spirit light's trying to get in. And if you just lock that soul down, you ain't going to see none of it. That's why people are carnal as the day is long, because they ain't opening up to their spirit life. So now here's where we're going to get in these scriptures. So now I've got to show you. How, you might ask, how do I open my soul to what has already been done? Because here's the thing you got to get Ephesians 1 3. Write them down. Put them down there. Ephesians 1 3. It's like Bible study, right? You want to go see it? Ephesians one three. All spiritual blessings are in heavenly places in Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. All spiritual blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath what? See it. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath done. Blessed us with what? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Done. Where is it done? In Christ. Colossians one twenty seven. The mystery is, write them down. I'm going to give you a bunch of them. Colossians one twenty What is the mystery of the church or the hope of glory is Christ in you. See it? It's done in your spirit. Ephesians 1.3, it's in your spirit. 2 Corinthians 5.17, it's in your spirit. When you got born again, Ezekiel said this, he took your old stony heart out, and God put a new heart in, a pliable, pr- a pliable heart. That's why I said you can't put old wine, you can't put a new wine in an old skin because the old skin will explode. So he gave you a new spirit so he could put the things of the spirit of God within your spirit. You with me? That's why it's a new creature life. He took the old you out, put the new you in. He ain't got no old man. You ain't got no old man, no old nature, none of this old thing. All you have is an unrenewed mind. Does that make sense? What do you mean an unrenewed mind? You getting this? You pulling this in? That means your mind remembers who you used to be, but your spirit don't know nothing about it. Did you get that? Did you get that? Let me say it again. You didn't get it. All right. Listen. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help you. I can feel the atmosphere. It's okay. It's not your attitude. It's your, it's your revelation grasp. It's okay. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what you're going to do. It's like doctor. I diagnose the patient. Okay. Go slow. Just work with me. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not, This ain't no speed test. Here's what happens. You remember the old you in your mind. The spirit you is a brand new you. There's, the spirit of God has no recollection of the old you. This your memory. That's why I want you out of your memory and live it in your imagination. That's where your creative force takes place. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm not trying to have you be like you are not part of it. But look at Galatians 2.20. Did you read that right there? Just let me read this right. To whom God will make no more. De-. I'm telling you the truth. See, this is why I didn't come up here tell you what I think I want to know. I'm reading you out of the Bible. See this? Yeah, man, you gotta feed your spirit, you gotta teach your spirit. Your spirit won't eat nothing unless you make it. Oh, uh, I'm telling you, you better pay attention to this. You better get you gotta do it. You ain't gonna do it. You ain't gonna pick up the word of God unless you make yourself pick up the word of God. Let's be straight. See it? But now you learn how to do it. I'm gonna show you how to do it. See that? To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among you, which is what? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Where's Christ? He's in me. That's at Ephesians 1 3. Paul said it based in Galatians 2.20. He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Never been one like la- Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. See it? Nevertheless, I live. Stoker's crazy. How's he talking? He's talking about like, he's standing there going, hey, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. You trying to tell me you're a dead man? He said, no longer I live, but Christ who lives in me and the life he now lives I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He's walking around. Can you imagine talking to me, hey, I'm alive, but I'm not alive right now because I'm alive. I'm alive because Christ's living in me. That's identification. Identification is key because until you have clear identification with Christ, you're going to have deficiency in who you think you are. Okay? You have to get, you have to get identification. Everything works off of identification. Is that Proverbs 23, 7? I think it's right. That could be a stretch. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he? Right? If you think wrong about you, that's who you are. Right? Is that right? Fine. If that's not as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I think it's right. Proverbs 23, 7. Yeah. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Right? You see it? So how you think about you is who you really are. Proverbs twenty twenty-seven. Right? Proverbs twenty twenty-seven. As the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching out all the inward parts of the belly. What's that mean? Illumination comes from the inside. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching out all the inward parts of the belly. You know what that is in modern day translation? Your spirit inside of you is a light bulb that brings illumination to the things of God. Everything you need's in you is what I'm trying to say. You catching this? You don't have to get it from heaven. It's in you right now for the earth. God equipped you for the earth. God, get, like this, here's what you look at. How many, how many of you guys go camping? You ever camp? Anybody camp? I don't know jack about camping. Who camps? Anybody camp? It's a really bad analogy, but it's going to work. I don't know nothing about it. But when you go camping, do you who camps? Does anybody camp around Anybody been camping in your whole entire life? Raise your hand for crying out loud. Okay, good. Did you bring a tent? Did anybody bring a tent? Okay, right. Did you prepare to go camping? You didn't just show up like, hey, here I am. I'd show up like this. Hey, I'm here. Let's go. And you'd be like, Pastor, where's your stuff? I don't know. I thought you brought the stuff. Cause I, ain't, I don't know nothing about this. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't you go get a tent and put some stuff, some food? get a backpack, you'd prepare for the journey, wouldn't you? You don't just show up like I'd show up. I'd like if Me and Billy, went. Uh, Billy, you take care of it, right? Because I don't know what I need. Billy said, I got a Pastor. I just show up like this and go, okay, Billy, we got He'd be like, we got to carry stuff. I don't know what I need, though. I got a tent. We got food. We got all this stuff. We'd be equipped for like a week's long camping event. That's what God did with you. He packed your camper up, put it in you, gave you everything you need for life. That's Galatians 3.13. Remember Christ redeeming from the curse the law, being made a curse for us, cursed everything that hangeth on the tree, right? The blessing of Abraham might come on us through the Gentile. But check this out. He said this. This is really cool. Watch this. He said, this is, he said not as into the seeds as many, but the one seed, the Christ. That means he gave you the ability to put every scripture in you and then produce it because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Make sense? Did you get that? Did you get that? Did you get that? That's like 16. Keep going. Watch, you need to see this. Because I mean I know I give you these scriptures. Now the Abraham and his seeds were the promises. Promises. We need those promises. So he gave you the Holy Spirit to bear witness with those promises. Get that? Is this making sense? So it's in me. How do I make the connection? Right? The word. Hebrews 4 and 12. Write these down. I'm giving you like Bible. This ain't this ain't no church. It's a champion training center is what it is. It really is. I changed the name of the building to screw up the whole art department. Right? What do you mean a champion? There ain't no chumps in here. You spiritual giants in here. Devil, I ain't scared of no devil. Devil's scared of me. What kind of crazy dude is this? Full of God kind of dude. That's what you are. Yeah, I'm t- don't give the devil no mind space, no time in your life, none of this stuff. You take back everything he tried to take from you. And you tell, and you start declaring and decreeing what's going to happen, amen. You start walking and talking and speaking the word of God. Oh, God, who called those things that be not. But what? He spoke forth the things he wanted it to be. He didn't call it like he see it. He called it the way he wants it to be, amen. And the church over there, well, I don't know, maybe we get a little bit over here. No, 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 no. You're supposed to have dominion. Amen. He said, you made them in the likeness in the image of God. He made them, male and female. Come on, ladies. The ladies got more sense than half the dudes around here. Come on. You know how it's supposed to be. Come on. Speak the word of God. Amen. Speak the word of God. But you're so, so shot out, you can't even speak the word of God. You're so pressed in, so mind dealing. You're getting that strife in your house. Man, you better get that strife out your house now. I'm telling you, you better listen, man. Next time somebody gets grumpy in the house, say, ain't no strife. We just have a strife-free life, amen? Strife-free house, strife-free life. I'm telling you now, don't get no strife with me. You want to know why you're getting strife? Because you ain't spiritually cultivated yet. I told them in the morning service, I said, when you are not spiritually cultivated, you will let anything come out of your mouth. You got to train your soul what to say. Woo, I'm meddling now. You got to train your mind what to think. You can't just let your mind think. things crazy. You can't let your mind think. You, oh, you can't let those emotions be emotional. But I want to be emotional. I quit. No, you don't quit. You can't. You cannot allow yourself to be governed by anything but the Word of God. And once your emotions kick in, you got to shut them things off. Them things are crazy. Praise God. You're preaching real good, Pastor Chris. Good job. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? Emotions? Oh, my God. No, you ain't, your emotions are crazy. You know what I'm saying? You're like, man, one day you serving God, next day you cussing God out. Come on. You're quitting on God. You can't quit. Ain't no quitting this thing. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharp. see this? Now, this is what he's telling you. Because here's the thing. The spirit and the soul need to be divided. And you have to understand, why does it need to be divided? Because they're so close in because in, in they're together that they have to learn how to be divided so you could decipher the thoughts and the intents of the heart or the meanings and the steps that you're going to take. Look at this. sharpened into a sword, dividing us under the soul and the spirit. So the Word of God can divide the soul and the spirit. I'm going to explain it. And the Word of God, so if the Word of God can divide it, then the Word of God could put it together. This is how you learn. Watch this. When the word shows up, it shows you whether you're in the soul or in the spirit. Okay. So, like right now, right? If you had physical pain in your body right now and you have to overcome something, you got to choose either soul or spirit. So you sit there, and go, "I got. Oh man, I got pain." You probably do. It's okay. It's not a lie. You know, there's pain, physical. You feel it. You know, it, it's come from a lie, but it, you feel it. What do you do? You're going to figure out whether you're in the spirit or not. Well, oh, wait a minute. By his stripes, I'm healed. The word of God's going to divide. What do you choose to do now? You can go walk down the road with pain, but now you're going to be in the soul. But you can make a step over into the realm of the spirit and say, I believe I receive when I pray and walk it out. What divided soul and spirit? The word of God. Okay. you Want to see another one? You got three nickels in your pocket. You're like, I'm broke. He said he meets all your needs according to his riches and glory. You could choose to say, I'm broke because of the three nickels, or you could walk out and say, He'll meet all my needs according to his riches and glory. Now you walk in in the Spirit. The Word of God, now what is it? Is it a physical evidence? No, because what did he say about faith? Now faith is the substance of things, what? Hope for it's the evidence of things not seen. Amen? That don't mean I got to see it to believe it, but I got to walk in faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtain a good report. We understand the world was framed by the word of God. When the word shows up, it shows you whether in the spirit or in the soul. What are going to side in with? I walk by sight. No, you don't walk by sight. You walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? If you walk by sight, you're going to sound like a soul man. Soul man. Remember that? Come on, man. You ain't going to be no soul man. You're a spirit lady. Come on, spirit lady. Oh, God. Who calls those things that be not as though they were? Come on, what's that mean? Come on, what's that mean? That means God don't call it like it is. He calls it like He wants it to be. Come on, yeah. you gotta be like God, right? It's like Romans four seventeen for note takers, right? You got that? What do you mean? Call those things that be not. A- God calls those things that be not as though they were. What you mean? Calls those things that be not as a. There it is. What do you mean that's how God worked. Would well, that would well, you 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 want to be like God? Genesis one twenty six and twenty seven. God made man in His image and His likeness. So how are you supposed to act like a human? You ain't human. You are supernatural. And God said, "Let us make man in our image and likeness, and after the likeness let him have dominion over the fish." How are you gonna have dominion without words? Look, write this down. Your mouth puts you over or under. Put you over or under. You okay? Your mouth, man. I'll tell you what, that mouth of yours, you got to keep that thing. You got to keep that thing. 27 is good too. See what's here? Look at this. You flip the thing up. So God created man in his image, his own image, and in the image of God created him, male, and female. There you are. There you are. Come on, ladies. There you are. I'm a God creature. Look at your neighbor and say, don't block my flow. You block my flow, you got to get out of my row. Look at your neighbor say, don't block my flow. Come on, this is not a test. This is easy. This is supposed to be fun. Some of you can't pay attention, right? Look over at your neighbor say, look at Someone's like, I don't know if I want to talk to my neighbor. Talk to your neighbor anyway. It's fun. Say, neighbor, don't block my flow. No, you're going to get in trouble. Don't be, you better be, he's, like, he's being good, right? Block my flow, you got to get out of my row. Don't block it now. Don't block my flow. I'm flowing, spirits. Everybody say Flo, flow, flow, flow. Oh, well, I like that. I like that. You feel that atmosphere. Say flow, flow, flow. I like that. I might have you say that every once in a while. Pull pull on my gift. Maybe we go, come on. Say flow. I like that. That's going to be a new terminology around here. If you start getting a little quiet, I'm going to be like, Rio, say flow. Flow. Get me flowing. Amen. Look, you got to get this thing flowing. Why is it important? Remember we went here? If the word of God divides, go to, go to James 1 It's very important. James 1 21 says this without the superfluity of notice, let us receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. I know I gotta save my soul. Did you know that? I didn't know I gotta save my soul. Watch man, I got this is my, look, man, church, let me tell, man, this is good, ain't it? Amen. You know why this is good? I'm gonna tell you this stuff. I'm just supposed to go to church. Nah, you got to save your soul. You see it? I thought I'd just go to church. We're going to stay here and meadow for a minute. It's true. Nobody told me this stuff. I thought, where well, you, well, you go to church? I go to church, church around the corner. We just go in there, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Nah, man, you got to save your soul. It's your job. Jesus did something with your spirit. He ain't going to do nothing with your mind, will, emotions, and body. That's your job. Okay, so go to Romans 12:1 and 2. Let's go see it, Angie, and then we'll come back to 121, and we go from there. It's Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice. What do you mean, presented a living sacrifice? That means that joker don't want to come on its own. Your body don't want to come. Your body don't want to come here in the morning. Your body wants to eat ding-dongs and watch reruns. Eat Lay's potato chips or watch Netflix. That's what your body wants to do. Your body don't want to do nothing. Your body don't want to go on no treadmill. Your body don't want to eat. Your body wants to eat. What it wants to eat. Do what it want to do. Your body is carnal as the days long unless you discipline it. Your body don't want to do jack. Can I get an amen? amen? It's true, right? That's why I said I beseech you, therefore, brother and mother, mercies God, present your body a living, so present it a living sacrifice. Bring that joker kicking and screaming. I know I give you these scriptures a lot, but these are powerful. This is what you got to be doing. Right? You should be excited about it. Holy, acceptance to God, which is your reasonable service. Amplified says it's your act of worship. Don't go there, though. Please, go to verse 2, because verse 2 is very important. And then it says what? And be not conformed, but be ye transformed through the renewing of your mind. Know what that word transform means? Metamorpho in the Greek. Know what that means? It's the process of chrysalite Which would mean like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. You understand that? That's what he's talking about. Transformation is metamorpho in the Greek. Metamorphosis is a metamorphosis. You understand that? He's saying if you can get that word in you, it'll transform you like a caterpillar goes in that crystallite of a cocoon and comes out like a butterfly. That'll be you. You'll transform right before your eyes. Because that image and that likeness of God will get in you so bright, it'll burn an image in you, a stamp. It'll stamp you into the image and likeness of God. And you'll be more like God. You don't get more like God coming into church. Church people are crazy. They don't get more like God just because they go to church. It carnal is the days long. So people come in here, well, yeah, you know what kind of Christian are you? What kind of Christian are they? Come on, man, stop this game, charades, man. Just because you go to church don't mean nothing. Just because you're a Christian don't mean jack. I don't even want to care if you're a Christian. I want to know this. Are you renewing your mind? Because you ain't renewing your mind, you're probably a carnal Christian. Living like the devil. Hey, it's baloney. You don't do that stuff. Come on. You guys know better than this. So I got to renew my mind. Nobody told me I got to go back to James one twenty one. I got to renew my mind? Did you know you had to save your soul? I thought I was a package deal, man. What do you mean save your soul? What was he saying? He's saying you got to put the work in to conform your soul and transform it otherwise it'll respond like it used to respond. Does that make sense? That's meaning is you you could be in God, in church and not using the tools of transformation and you'd be thinking the same way you used to think 20 years ago. I got to tell myself how to think. I got to tell myself how to walk. I gotta tell myself how to talk. I gotta tell myself how to sh- respond. I gotta tell myself. You gotta tell yourself. You gotta tell yourself when pain shows up, you gotta tell yourself, you gotta train your soul. What what do you gotta train him with? That word. Remember I told you? Because once you link that word, if it could be divided by the word, it could be put together by the word of God. This is what he says in James 121. He says, get rid of all this crazy stuff and receive, this is so powerful, with meekness, the engrafted word. What grafted you mean engrafted? has the potential and power to graft. You ever seen him graft a tree? That i seen. I watched this one time. You know, I like to get all this crazy fruit. They mix like lemons and stuff with other land. They get all this crazy. I watched them doing on on a thing one time. They take the stick, right? The stick's like, he said, you're engrafted into the seed of Israel. He said, they got like a stick. And they cut a, they cut a groove. They open it. They shove a stick of a branch of another tree in it. And they tape it up. And they leave it. And next thing you know, thing gets engrafted. My buddy, my buddy got burned, right? My buddy got burned um, bad. And they took a skin graft. And you ever see anybody with a skin graft? They try to take it somewhere you won't see it. They sometimes take it off your rear. Not much of your gross, but they take it like off your hip, somewhere where it's covered. But he had to get it off his arm. And I see this like, it's a square. He showed to you. I was, one day he had a shirt on. I said, what's that? I did not know. I thought maybe he got hurt or something. One time. He goes, that was where they took the skin graft. Because they took a skin graft. They take a very thin layer of skin and they graft it on his hand. You can't even tell. You can't tell on the hand. You just see a little bit. Of, wow, the skin graft. Skin graft. They can take a piece of your skin from one of your part of your body and put it on another part of your body. It'll, it'll, it'll adhere to and grow. Isn't that amazing? Regenerate itself. Isn't that cool? Well, awesome, right? So I'm sitting there going, wow, that's pretty cool. That's the same thing you say. It's engrafted. It has the power to graft itself. Did you get that? You can take that word, put it in you. And remember, 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 remember Jesus? He was the word became flesh that dwelt among us, that's how he did it. He became one with the Word. He was the Word, but he had to become one with the Word. You know what I'm saying? He showed us the process of renewing the mind. So you got to become one with the Word. So the closer you are to the Word of God, the closer you're going to be to what? Walking in this stuff. That's John 15. Remember John 15.1? If ye abide in me, my words abide in you. John 15.1. John 15.1. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask me whatever you do. We're going to come back to James 1.21. You like this? I'm going to preach Genesis to Revelation. i give you 82 scriptures. What you want to hear my opinion about it for? Why well, I got to give you an opinion about it? That dude give you one scripture and scream and yell about something. What's that going to do for you? Right. I mean, I'm down. I'm more if I can do it. I can handle it. But I'm giving you, we're walking in the word today. You can't have one without the other. We've been spiritually for three days. We're going to be spiritual for the rest of our life. This is how you get it. You want it? You find a word on it. I don't even need you reading the Bible all all 35 chapters a day. I need you finding some scriptures that you can graft in your heart. That's what I need. That's what I need. Give me two scriptures you can graft in your heart. I could change your life. People read, I read the Bible every year through and through. That's great. When you become the walking Bible, then I'm going to get excited. The reading Bible people, you ain't excited me. I read the Bible. Reading Bible people, they don't get me excited. And grafting the word of God in your heart, people, they get me excited. Put two scriptures in there and bury them in your heart. Did you get this? We're go to verse one. I am the I am the vine. I'm the true vine, and look at this. I am the true vine, and my Father is a husbandman. Go to two, Watch two. Every branch of me that don't bear fruit, I take away. Every branch of me that bears fruit, He purges that bring them more more fruit. So the pruning process is about fruit, not pain. God, don't want to, God ain't putting you through pain growing you up. He's trying to prune your fruit. God is not putting you through pain. God's trying to prune your fruit. Sometimes pruning fruit is painful. Because it ain't comfortable. Because you know why? You got to surrender your will. The only thing that the pruning fruit process is painful to is your soul. Your spirit loves this stuff. It'll stay all day. Yeah, your spirit likes me. When you like me, you walk in the spirit. When you mad at me, you in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Like balance it. Not like gonna make you mad or something. But you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Spiritually, when you like the things of God, you walking in the spirit. When you come in here and you like worship, you in the spirit. When you like, what time is this over? You in the flesh. I'm telling you, look. When you come to church, say, is he done yet? Flesh. Yeah, you, you sit there all day watching a ball game. ain't got nothing to worry about. Come on, guys. Come on, girls. Y'all on Pinterest all afternoon looking at arts and crafts or some jazz. I don't know what you do. Come on. You're clean through the word which I've spoken to you. watch four. Here we go. Abide in me. Come on, remember that? And I and you. You can't bear no fruit without me, so don't try to do this without me. You need me. See, this is the problem, people, right there. I can do it on my own. You can't do nothing on your own. You got to follow somebody. Accepted, abide in the vine. No more can you accept you abide in me. Five. Watch five or six. I'm the vine, you're the branch. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Without me, you can't do nothing. Who wants to bear much fruit? Stay in him then. I'm in him. No, 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 no. How do I know? How do I know you're in him? Verse 6, tell on everybody. If a man abide not in me, he's cast forth to a branch with the way. A man gather sticks and cast them and be burned. What do you mean? Seven. Watch. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you. Oh, there you go. Here you go. Underline it. Underline verse 7. Underline it. Pay attention. Meditate. Translate. Listen to me. Pay attention. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you. You see that? You can't see it yet. You will. Keep looking at it. Oh, if ye abide in me. Well, how how we know you're about it in him we can't tell we can't really tell we can't really tell if you're about in him but I could tell you if he's about it in you them words if ye abide in me I don't know my words will abide in you now you start telling on me oh I'm a Christian yeah. Well, let's hang out with you a little bit. we find out how Christian you are. Well, you're talking about my works. Yeah. Go read the book of Revelations. They said, oh, we got God in our heart. Yeah. Revelations said this. I know you by your works. Not what comes out your mouth. Talk's cheap. I know you by how you living, bro. hmm Mm-hmm. 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 Come on. See what I'm saying? So we clean up our act by walking in the spirit. Come on, man. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you ask me what you want and it's done. See it? Go back to James 1.21. You doing all right? Give me like five more minutes. I know I'm wearing you guys out. Can you give me five more minutes? Five more minutes. Then I'll baptize some of you. God knows you need it. Wherefore, lay apart. (laughs) Did you guys bring some scuba? did you bring scuba gear or something? Some of them I told them bring a snorkel. This is my thing. Bring a snorkel cuz I only hold you under quickly. Some of you need scuba, you need to stay under till bubbles. Has it come Are you better yet? No. Josh, I'm keeping you under for a while. Just kidding, just kidding. Some of you are going to tackle you in the ocean. I don't remember. Wherefore, we're going to do it in the front in a trough for crying out loud. Glory to God. Wherefore, lay apart all, all for the. Yeah, yeah, Receive with meekness and you grab the engrafted word. Go there, which is able to save your soul. Everybody say this I got to save my soul. I got to save my soul. God, God, loud. Say, God, God. is going to do nothing, is do nothing with, my soul. with my soul. My mind, my, mind. my, will, my will, and my emotions. Are my, are my responsibility. Wow. Did you get that? Did you get that? That's on you, man. That's on you. Now the word of God can govern it, but if you don't use it, ain't gonna do nothing. you will be talking God knows what coming out your mouth. You mean cussing? No, I'm talking unbelief. It's worse than cussing. You gotta get this. New... Well, well, you don't understand what's going on. I don't care. You, you're, you're being immature. I'm telling you, listen to me, you're being immature. You are not allowed to have immature emotional thoughts any longer if you're going to grow. Hey, your phone's on. It's okay. Go to 22. I was just kidding with her. Come on. Be It was funny. Come on. You guys ain't laughing today. You guys are like, you know, you laughed all Wednesday 30. I got all the laugh out of you. Today we're all serious. Tuesday night when the, I don't even want to tell you just visitors. Then the dude started laughing and fell over the chair. I was like, that's enough. Right now. He flipped over the front row. But be ye doers of the word, and I hearers only. Busted up oil, the morning oil. <laughs> oh my God. You knew those things were going to be pra- You knew those days were going to be trouble to begin with, right? But be ye doers of the word. And not what? I like that song. Can we sing that song at the end? That new song. I like that. This is how I fight my battle. Can you sing that? Yeah. Can we play it at the end? All right. This is how I fight my battle. I like this song. You like it, Norm? You like it? You like Norm or Norman? Where like, are I like you, man. I don't like everybody. But be ye doers of the word of God. I like you. <laughs> Ah, Blessed be the Lord. Come on, lighten up. You guys are all like, it's hot in here. Why is it so warm in here? But be doers of the word and not hearers only. You don't think it's hot in here? Jesus. Stephen, I said it's hot. Stephen comes flying out of somewhere. You're like, man, where are you coming out of heaven? Like a ninja. (laughs) Thank you. But be doers of the word and not what? Did you get that? You pull that in? Why well, I hear this stuff. When are you going to start doing it? You've been hearing this for 40 years and you're going to start living it. You know what I'm saying? I got to start doing something. Right? Does this make sense? This is the part that's scary. Look at this. Watch this. Be ye doers of the. And not what? Because somebody that here and doesn't do, what he's he do? You do? Oh my God! He says he's self-deceived. Amplified, you know, Angela, help me here because amplified in twenty-two reads, it's either in the amplified or it's in the other. Trying to amplified because it says it's it, you trick your spirit. We ain't got to go there, but just just this will be good. This will give it. This will expound. But that's what it really means. The definition is is, is you're tricking your spirit because your spirit forgets what man or man you are. Prove yourselves as doers of the words, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners. He who hears the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasonings contrary to the truth. You're deluding it. You're deluding the purity of what you hear if you do not become a doer of what you hear. You, have, you ever have really, like, you ever have, like, lemonade is watered down? Tastes like junk. You ever had anything watered down? Like, you ever had somebody make iced tea? It's watered down? I cannot drink watered down coffee. They drink, like, milk in here. And, like, oh, my God, pray for Roxanne. She had that. It was like, it was like creamer. More the same way. They got, like, cream, eight pounds of cream and one drop of coffee. I'm like, oh, my God, that is, I can't drink that. What is that stuff? How many people don't drink coffee in here? Raise your hand. What is wrong with you people? You Drink tea? Drink tea? Oh my God, you should start drinking coffee. I'll help you. Word, but fail to internalize its meaning. Now go back to go let me read 23. Let's see what 23 says. Are you getting to something out of We're going home. You want to play? Play. If for if anyone, you taking more notes, you want to take notes. No, you well, your wife will take good notes for you. She, she got that thing in her hair. She's cute. Right? For if anyone, if anyone only listens to the word of God without obeying it, oh my God, look at that. You reading this? So if any, he's talking to you. If anyone listens to this word without obeying it, it's like a man who looks very careful at his natural face in a mirror. Keep going. For once he's looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. So there's an image in that book that shows you who you really are. You walk away and don't talk like the book. Don't walk like the book. Don't act like the book. Don't grow like the book. And then you got. He said, that man's in trouble. Watch 25, here we go. Keep going. Angela's going to help us. But he who looks carefully in the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it. There's that abide. Not having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience. Just pull that in. Say, now, watch this thing about your soul. we're we're going. Okay? Now I want you to see something here. Okay. I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you this one and you you can go All right? You gotta pull this in though. Your soul is sometimes walking through the pressures of getting pressed because of of trials, tribulations, stuff that's going on, okay? It's like this. Um I I was gonna I'll do this. Uh this is the back end of it, but let's go to James one and two. Okay, I want you to see this. Okay, it says this. Now, get understand this. James one and two. Just go there. Okay, he said this. He said, "Count it all joy when you fall into dry, dryest trials and temptations, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience." Did you get that? And patience having its perfect will. Keep going. Watch this. But patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect, entire, one thing So patience has a process. Okay. Now watch for five. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. He gives to every man liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given unto him. So you need wisdom in certain situations, right? Because your soul's getting pressed. You're going through trials and tests. Sometimes you get through and say, and man, your soul's just taking the hits. You don't really want to go in there. Man, when you press in through, you don't want to go to no prayer. You don't want to go to no word. You you want to go the other way. You got problems, you're like running the other way. But this is when you got to press in because this is what produces patience. Now watch this. Six, keep going. You're going to see something. Keep going. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavered. For he's like a wave of the sea, driven tossed to and fro. He said, Look, if you start wavering, we got a problem. Seven, keep going. But let that man not think he should. Receive. A double minded man can't receive nothing from God. You understand that? What's that mean? Two spirited or two minded, right? You got one mind says this and you got one mind says that. That person ain't receiving nothing from God. See it? Verse eight. See that? Verse eight. Double minded man can't receive nothing. See it? So, it's me. what does it mean? What does mean, two minded? You got the mind of the soul, and you got the mind of the spirit. You know what I'm saying? that? Because in your spirit. So, what do you got to do? You got to open your valve to the spirit life and let it flow in. You see it? What connects it? That engrafted word. Here it is, right here. Here's you. Here's the internal you. You are a spirit. You have a mind of will and emotions, and you have a body that's neutral. Two thirds rule the house. Body can't do nothing but feel. Can't do nothing. Goes for the ride. You with me? Spirit, soul, and body, right? Souls, mind, will, and emotions. The word of God says, and your soul goes, I don't think so. Reject. Once you reject, faith is gone. You have an accept and reject problem. Write it down. Run. Get it. Now watch this. When you hear the word of God, you got one option. Hear it, then after you hear it, you got another option except to reject. Once you reject, you got to hear again for faith to come back. It doesn't stay, it doesn't linger. It does faith, Romans 10 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes Romans 10 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. How does faith come? By hearing. What happens if you reject what you hear? Faith goes. You got to hear again. Once you hear again, you have capacity for faith. What do I got to do? Accept. Once your soul shuts down, it ain't getting in. Now you got to hear again. God starts talking big. Your soul goes, I don't understand how that can be. God starts talking. That word... Man, you do it with me every Sunday. I say it, your soul goes, yeah, you don't know my situation. Boom, reject her. Your soul ain't open. This play, look, I'm going to teach you this, okay? You Sunday morning people are doing great. Your response sometimes in things is your soul approach to what you've heard. Hands down. Hands down, man. It's like, er, it's okay. We can work our way out. But that's why I told them what to worship. I had the worship guys with me a little bit. They're like, they were like there. Yeah, when they're doing this, if you ain't in, your soul's saying, I'm not going in. Your spirit wants to go. But you know why you didn't go in? You arguing last night with your wife about money. Had a fight on the way to church over something stupid. I ain't getting along in life. Going through life hits. Watch, wanna see something? You ever been close to God and come in here? Man, you got two hands in the air and you're on your tippy toes, praising God. Don't tell me your soul ain't got nothing to do with this. God, you got mad or offended. God, devil got offense in you, and you come in here. Yeah, I gotta give you a pinky worship today. Because your soul can't respond. Tell your soul, shut up. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Bless the Lord, all oh my soul, and all oh, that is within me. Come in here and tell my body what kind of praise you want to give God. I don't tell, come here, body, what do you want to give God? I tell my body, shut up and you give God the best. You got to make, I don't talk like this in church. Because ain't in a church, you're in a country club. It's a country club, bro. You don't know where I go. You tell me you don't go because you, you're a genius on your own. You don't know enough. Quiet. Now I'm going to get metal in here because I can feel your atmosphere. Well, I know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. That's why I got to put the guys in the body of Christ to teach you what to do. This ain't for everybody. It's for the five know-it-alls in here I got. You don't know nothing. And if you don't like it, get over it. You want to make a meeting, have a meeting with me. I bet you I word you, I'll walk you, I'll talk you. Because until you start doing 50 hours a week, come see me. Otherwise, shut up and pay attention. How'd that go over? Not too hot? I don't come to your job and tell you how to do it. Don't try to come in my house and tell me how to do it. I'm outworking you, out praying you. I hope I aggravate you, get you mad, so you keep coming back. Why? Because outwork me. See if you can do it. You won't. Because I'll never let you catch up. That's my job. That's why you do 40, 50, 60 where you go. I do 40, 50, 60 where I go. And then you ain't going to outwork me. That's why you come here and just eat. I didn't tell you to come here and cook. Your job's not to come here and cook. Your job's come here and eat. I don't go to your house and tell you, hey, how'd you make it? I just eat. You say come over, I'm gonna eat. You put it on the table, I'm gonna eat it. I didn't come here today to critique it. I came to eat it. Otherwise, I wouldn't show up if I didn't think you could cook. That's that atmosphere trying to shut you down. I'm telling you the truth, you gotta train your soul. And you bet and you married people better get rid of this strife. Fighting over nothing. You're supposed to be declaring and decreeing, and you fighting over dumb stuff. I'm, being, I'm a nice guy. Fighting over nonsense. I'm a really nice guy. But I'm hating this atmosphere today because some of you are dealing with this. Fighting about nothing. Arguing about nothing. Letting strife come in your house and robbing you of God's greater. Blessing. I'm going to tell you what robs you of the blessing of God is strife. It robs you of God's greater blessing strife. Don't get no strife in your life. Say, man, we don't have to agree, but let's not fight about it. Let's not fight about this thing, Amen. I'm telling you this for your own good. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be offensive, man. Please don't think that. I'm not mean. I'm not trying to be mean. But this is what happens. I feel like, get rid of this stuff. Man, we are, we going to argue about this. You're going to be arguing about that. Stop it. They ain't arguing about it. If we got to talk, how about this? You want to go right, I say left. Let's just, this is how we figured it out in my house. Because God knows we ain't mastered it, but we're getting better at it. I told the rest of this. You might want to do this. I might want to do that. God cannot lead disagreement. He can only lead unity. Are you willing to lay down your opinion? I will lay down my opinion. Let's ask God to lead us where we need to go. And whoever shows up to be there, we go cool with it. My opinion is not right all the time. Your opinion is not right all the time. The only one that's right all the time is the Holy Ghost. So how about this? I agree to follow him. When you agree to follow him, we'll get to the destination. But me fighting against you ain't bringing us nowhere. You know what the Bible says about married people? It says to work with one another that your prayers may not be hindered. You're hindering your prayer life getting in this strife. You understand know, that? Don't get in it. Go, I might want to go this way. You might want to go that way. I don't know. We just need to go where God with Amos 3 and 3. How can two walk together unless they agree? So let's find a place to agree. I agree that God can lead us. Can you agree God can lead us? Let's go from there. Maybe you got big decisions, where you're moving, where you're going to church, where you're doing it. For your kids, oh my God, your kids, oh my God, your kid! you be fighting about kids. One, well, I think one kid should be, I don't know where my kids are going, I pray to God. But the Holy Ghost knows. I said, let's agree that we agree together that God will lead us and guide us in this thing. Because we don't know what we're doing. I only see so far. I can't see down the road. I don't know what the road is. Then you're arguing about raising your kids. You're arguing about money. You're arguing about this. Arguing, arguing, arguing. And and we don't argue about nothing. Listen, man, I'm not saying you got to have a knock them out, drag them out. But if you do not have that arguing, you probably ain't talking about nothing. Some stuff you got to talk about in that house. I'm not saying you got to get in strife, but we might have disagreement. Let's find a place of unity. I got to do something about my soul. Your soul is not going to grow on its own, guys. Please understand me. Your soul will not grow on its own. You understand me? I'm telling you, you have to save your soul. Okay? You love me? Amen. I love you. I wouldn't tell you this stuff if I didn't love you. I ain't getting no extra points talking like this. I'm just trying to help you get it. Because I know what it's going to take to get it. Then didn't tell me this. I go to church. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Save my soul? I didn't even know I got a soul. My spirit's perfect. You ever read the Bible and think, this guy's got to be talking about somebody different than me. I don't know. Who is these people? Perfect. You know, the Bible says you're perfect, complete, unblameable, and unreprovable in his sight in Colossians. I said, who is he talking about? He don't know me. Unreprovable, unblameable, and unreprovable in his sight. You know where God's always talking to you? Always talking victory. He's talking to you in the spiritual sense. But you have to press through your natural sense to get over it in a spiritual sense. Does that make sense now? He's not saying, look, he said, then one minute he said, you perfect, unblamable, unprovable. Then he says, you can repent. If I'm perfect, what I got to repent? He's saying, look, your spirit's perfect and complete and total. This is masterful if you really, really hear this. Just hear this. Perfect and complete is in your spirit. Now I got to get over in my soul. You know where my sinning messes up? In my soul unbelief all that stuff now once i say hey god i'm sorry i reconnect to my spiritual state but there's areas in my soul i have to become equipped i have to produce the transformation i didn't always win every battle but i can why is that because my spirit always wins you see it so what happens when i get closer to walking in the spirit i get walker closer walking in victory did you get it so don't discard it like you're this oh that really helps somebody. Listen, don't discard it like you're unqualified. Just know no, he's not talking to you where you're at right now. He's talking to you where you're going as you grow in saving of the soul. Because then I, once my soul knows what to do, my my what did I give you that scripture wasn't at 139, somebody, like my soul knoweth right well. You know what that means? My soul knows the right decisions to make at the right time. That's all you gotta do. Stand up on your feet. That was it. Did you get that? My soul knows right well. What's that mean? My soul knows to make the right decision at the right time. Ain't that cool? And you learn how to do it. And you ain't gonna be perfect at this. You ain't gonna be perfect at this, but you gotta listen to somebody. I'm gonna tell you something. I, I, I say this. I used to say this a lot. I don't say it as much as I should. Okay. You gotta follow somebody in this journey. That, that I said this. They they asked me to do something. When they said say something. I said the road the road to spiritual maturity the road to greatness has already been paved. You just got to find somebody on it and just follow them. That makes you look for wisdom. You ain't going to find it. That's why, man let me tell you you're going to search your life looking for wisdom. When you find it don't separate yourself from it. Don't ever separate yourself from it. And not everybody's assignment is your assignment. So find it. That's why I tell all these people to come to church here you better trust me. If you don't trust me you better go someplace else hands down. But you ain't gonna find wisdom on the face of the earth easy. You're probably gonna have to move if you really, really, if you don't find it, you're gonna have to, you're gonna, I'm serious. What do you mean move? I mean move. If you ain't found it, you find it. But when you find it, don't argue with it. Don't argue with it. Accept it. It's your training to grade it. You ain't always gonna agree with it, but don't argue with it. Subject yourself to it and wants it take you to a place that you can't get to by yourself. Because you don't know who you are. That's the biggest thing I didn't know. I didn't know who I was. Until somebody tells you who you are, you don't know who you are. And you gotta trust somebody to tell you who you are in a season of your life. And then you'll start seeing who you are. And then you'll start saying who you are. And then you start telling your kids who they are. And now something starts shifting in the whole thing. Identity is huge. Because once you see you the way you're supposed to be, somebody's got to show you who you are though. It's a season like that. Because you, you lied to you more than anybody, man. I did it, you did it, we all did it. Nobody lies to you more than you. So tell me who I am. Let me find identification and discovery. Once I do, my life will change forever. Tell me who I am. See me. See the real me. Because once you see the real you, you can't. Once you see the real you, you'll forget the old you you thought you used to be. And then life's like soar, take off take off like a rocket. Shoo. Nothing limits you in life. You've broken every limitation because of the anointing. They can't tell you because you're a woman. You can't do it. They can't tell you because it is. You can't do it. That's baloney. The anointing will promote you. Man will never see nothing in you, but God sees everything in you. He'll lift you up and put you under. He said, I'll put you above the nations of the earth. That's God's position. Once you look at man. Man will let you down. God will lift you up.